Season's greetings, foolish mortals. It's your old friend, Brother Dave, from the Haunted Mansion. Yes, yes, the one that chased a bear into a cave. I never even got a chance to live that one down. Nonetheless, for spooky fun, you can follow me on Twitter at Departed Dave. Now then, there's not much for an old ghoul to do around the Magic Kingdom these days. What with the mansion closed for refurbishment and the park celebrating Christmas. Thousands of twinkling lights everywhere you look. Candy canes and gumdrops. It's non-stop fa-la-la-la-la. Thankfully, there's delightful distractions like Enchanted Tiki Talk. So, as they say, look alive as I present to you Sean, Alan, and Keith spreading their cheer for all to hear. Happy Holidays! Vahini Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey. And thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Alan. I'm Keith. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 61 for the week of December 21st, 2014. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas to everyone. Yay! (laughs) I love Christmas. Me too. So hopefully everybody out there around the world tuning in this week is getting ready to enjoy the Christmas holiday or has enjoyed it and they're listening to an enchanted Tiki Talk. So once again, Merry Christmas. And we're going to do a little armchair imagineering this week, and we're going to talk about doing an overlay of an attraction or restaurant in each of the the four theme parks. So we're either going to choose an attraction or a restaurant to do some sort of holiday-themed overlay for you guys to enjoy. But first, before we get started, we had a voicemail from uh, Rob in California. I'm going to play it here for you. Hey, guys, this is Rob from California. Hey, I'm a West Coaster, uh, so I don't know much about the Walt Disney World parks, but I'm going there next year. I'm just listening right now to your trip report episode, and you guys referenced a number of times Osborne Light and how great they are. I don't even know what an Osborne Light is. I wonder if you guys on your next show might be able to say what those are or describe them, or maybe I should uh, try to YouTube and see what they are. All right. Thanks, guys. Good job on the show. Rob, we got your message. We just wanted to answer your question for you. Probably by now you've, you've YouTubed it or researched it a little bit. But just to give you a little background about the, the Osborne lights at the Hollywood Studios is Jennings Osborne, back in the 90s, put up a Christmas display on his front house. And every year it kept getting bigger, bigger, and bigger. He had 100,000 lights, 200,000 lights, and he kept adding lights. It got so big, he decided to buy his neighbor's house. And he put lights on their property because it was getting so big his neighbors were complaining. So it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I believe in like 1995 or six or something like that, I, I think it went to like to the Supreme Court or something like that. And 
I, I, something happened with that, and it turns out that uh, Disney had gotten in touch with uh, Jennings Osborne. He built this display for his daughter. Disney, I don't know, either purchased or they were given all the lights from the Osborne family, and they decided to put on the, the back lot of Disney's Hollywood Studios. And from there, you know, even in Disney, that the display had grown and grown and grown and grown over the years. You know, it went from a static display to a musical display to now all LED displays. Animated to multiple show, uh, multiple uh, Christmas songs from different artists, you know, new artists, older artists, you know, some classics and all that. And it's all because of uh, Jennings Osborne, who just loved Christmas, and he and he did this for his daughter. You know, he just wanted to show his love and appreciation for Christmas to his daughter through all the lights. And he, you know, he took his time, you know, building it, building it, building it. So basically, to what it has become today. So it's the Osborne um, dancing spectacle of lights or whatever it's called so basically that's the background osborne family spectacle of dancing lights thank you <laughs> there's a funny like, story too it's like i guess when when disney uh contacted uh, mr osborne at first and said that they wanted to uh, put it on residential street mr osborne was hesitant because he didn't want the same issues and problems with it being on a residential street until they explained to him that Residential Street, this was a name of a street, was actually inside of the studios. And then he finally agreed to let Disney put it up. So that was kind of a funny uh, like misunderstanding, I guess. I know one of my favorite parts about it is uh, when, when Mr. Osborne packaged everything up and sent it over to Disney, uh, a black cat from Halloween got included in the package so disney got this black cat and which is obviously not the christmas decoration but they put it up anyway and then since then the imagineers every year it's like a game with the with the guests to try to find the black cat uh and i think they actually move it maybe not every night but they move it periodically throughout the year because i know this year alone i found it when i was down there and another person i know that was down there found it in a different place about a week later so i know they move it periodically throughout the year yeah the the light display is We've talked about it a few times over the uh, over the year and on our podcast, and it's it's just one of those things that it's so enjoyable because you you've seen all the guests and they have snow falling now, but the guests really enjoy it because there's really very few places on earth where you're going to see that many lights and that many lights sync to music. So in a lot of ways, it, it brings you back. We always talk about how Disney brings you back to being a kid again, but once you throw into like Christmas lights into the the equation, you definitely. No matter what your age, you're just just in awe of it because the amount of lights and the colors are just unbelievable. It's just it's just a, jo- a joyous feeling when you have the music in there as well. It's just so much fun, and it's one of those things that I enjoy going down just to see that. I would just I, if I were to go down to Disney World and there was one thing I needed to see during that time of year, that would be it. If I couldn't see anything else, that would be it for that time of year. Oh, we went twice on our trip, and we were we were only in Disney for uh, six days, and really. Two, you know, one night, one night of those six days was obviously us flying home, so that's out. And the other night, we went to the Christmas party, so we were there for four nights. And two of the nights we were there, we went to this the studios to see the lights. It's such a great show. It is. Yeah, that's always um, it's one of those things that we have not seen um, that definitely um, on our short list of things to do, and uh, we are hoping in 2015 to. Get down there um, because I know that lots of people are scared with the expansions and the additions to the, the studios that, you know, that is one thing that just might be taken away. So, so it's like I want to see it um, before, if and when it's gone. So, And now, let's get on with the show.
I think Keith came up with this idea. Yeah, there was, I guess there was a little hesitation on some of our parts, but <laughs> <laughs> we were able to, to pull it out. So, and in a sense, it's like kind of, it's like kind of hard to, to think what they should do. I mean, because you have, you know, granted, like you have the Magic Kingdom where they could definitely turn the, the Haunted Mansion into the Nightmare Before Christmas like they do in California. So, I mean, you can go with something like that, or, you know, you can come up with something on your own. So, curious to see what you other guys thought. But, um,. I'm, I think we should start off over at the beautiful Animal Kingdom, which has got very little Christmas decorations. <laughs> so this one should be, I guess, interesting to hear what everybody has to say. So uh, personally for myself, I had thought of creating a new uh, Bugs Life attraction in the Tree of Life. And I've thought of doing like a Christmas-themed show where the bugs are going to be chasing away grasshoppers from a Christmas tree farm and trying to save the Christmas tree farm from being destroyed by an infestation of grasshoppers. And that way you can take advantage of uh, the AI that's already there. You can throw you know, whatever you want on them. If you wanted to put a Christmas hat on them, you can do something along those lines. But granted, you'd have to create a whole new movie. But I think that'd be one of those things where it could be fun that during, you know, the holiday season, you'd have another attraction that you've never seen or you, you only get to experience for those two months out of the year. You know, you know, it's something that would be good, you know, having a whole different show and could bring a little bit more life into Animal Kingdom itself. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, that's a fun idea, um, especially, I mean, it's educational, too, uh, which is kind of right. um, what that attraction is about anyway. So, yeah, that's a fun idea, and it it's definitely possible, too. It could do it. I originally had thought about turning the Cali River Rapids into basically the same thing where deforestation of... Uh, I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was my original thought, but I... Just put Christmas tree farms up there <laughs> yeah. instead of... Uh, deforestations of the rainforest. Perfect. <laughs> that would work too. That's probably easier. <laughs> I've never written it, so I'll take your word on it. Disney. I can see Disney rolling up to the Publix with a like semi truck to buy every Christmas tree sitting out for. I don't know if that's how they do it in Florida, but in North Carolina, you go to the grocery store and they got Christmas trees all out in front of them. So yeah, they're, they're rolling up to the Publix with a, a semi truck to, to buy all the trees. And then they set them up in Collie River Rapids. <laughs> I just want to see them pull up in a, a semi to collect all the trees. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. Yeah, right. <laughs> just load them up. <laughs> yeah. I had just a fast one and then a real one, but I would put a Santa hat on top of the Yeti that's in Expedition Everest. Because I figure if he's not going to work, at least he can be festive. <laughs> I had thought of that too. <laughs> <laughs> but the real one I had, a Dawa bar. I would love for them to like string up some Christmas lights around it and have the uh, the bird Dika band playing Afrocentric themed like holiday songs and just like sit there and sip on some cocktails and stuff and listen to an excellent band play. That sounds like a fun way to get yourself into the uh, festive holiday spirit. Yeah, I mean alcohol is always helps you get in a festive <laughs> spirit, right? Especially around your family. Yeah, right. I like that idea. Anytime you can uh, give me some new alcoholic drinks to to try, and yeah, I'm all I'm on board with that for sure. You, Alan. Yep. I had I had nothing. <laughs> it's the park I could come up with nothing for. Well, um, <laughs> other than my Christmas tree hiding on Collie River Rapids. No, um, the Christmas yeah, I mean, crickets. <laughs> <laughs> 
the 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 only thing I thought of is I mean I was trying to think of of, a, of what restaurant would be good for uh you know to 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 do a, a food overlay on and and I I actually went to Tusker House thinking that you could try to bring in you know some different you know, everybody knows turkey and ham and mashed potatoes like we eat here in the United States but you know what do the what do people in Africa who celebrate Christmas what do they eat on on Christmas Day, or I mean, the, the those that celebrate Christmas. Um, so I was thinking Tusker House would be a good opportunity to to bring in some you know African inspired Christmas type food or holiday food. That's a not a lot of detail there, but that was that was really the only thing I came up with with Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I mean that's fine. I mean it's like you know for myself going to Epcot, I did something with food as well because I really couldn't think of anything. So yeah, that works. It's always fun, I've heard, because I've never been there during Christmas time, um, but the um, Christmas around the world and stuff, it's at Epcot, so it'd also be, you know, like, interesting experience that, like, in Animal Kingdom as well, us with those uh, countries and people and see how, uh, how they celebrate the holidays, too, so. I do have yeah. one, actually, that I, I came up with, I forgot about it, that they should do is they could have a parade that goes through Animal Kingdom and then they do a special Christmas version, and they call it like <laughs> I don't know Mickey's Jingle Jungle Parade or something like that. I mean, I'm just just coming up with stuff off the top of my head here. Oh, that uh, sounds think, like a great idea. I know, and now all the characters could be at Christmas, and you could like wrap garland around the uh, around the floats, and you know, I, I'm just saying it would be a decent. How come idea. nobody else has thought of that? I have no idea. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Disney should hire you. They should. Yeah. You know, your your or your default could have just been Frozen. Don't there take is away nothing from, Frozen in don't Africa. Take away, that is twice now in this episode, and we've only been recording for five minutes that you've taken my ideas. Let's talk about Frozen. <laughs> I have a Frozen idea later. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. So <laughs> stay tuned for that, folks. Stay tuned to that because I know everyone's not completely fed up with Frozen. <laughs> All right, so my next one is a little bit tougher because Disney doesn't own the rights to this movie, but I had thought about turning the rock and roller coaster into the Polar Express. I mean, Danny, Disney does not own the, the rights to Polar Express, so it's a little bit of a stretch, but I think it could work. I, I don't know if you guys have seen Polar Express, but I, I love the movie, so it's definitely one of my favorite Christmas movies, but... You know, easily you can keep Steven Tyler in it because at the end of the movie, he sings um, Rockin' on Top of the World. Right. So they easily can incorporate that song into the attraction. And just to add some, you know, Christmas trees inside that would light up, you know, where you have the current things now. Now, I think that would probably work. But once again, it's one of those things where getting the Polar Express rights or at least I guess the rights just to the song to use would be the, the problem there. Is that Universal? Uh, I believe it's Warner. Yeah, it Warner Warner, okay, I couldn't remember if it was a Universal, like, DreamWorks film or if it was... Oh, well, anyway, go ahead. I took in thought of that same attraction, but I had, you could do, um, like, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Well, there's an idea. And then, like, turn the cars, like, into, like, Santa's sleigh. And then you still have the, uh, like, street lights and stuff, like, is or the uh, street signs and stuff, and then, like, just have a big picture of, of Grandma, you know, come and pop up, and you can just run her right over. 
I like that idea. Yeah. I love that song. That would work, too. <laughs> and I had one more thing for the studios. It's at the Twiluka uh, turkey leg stand. <laughs> <laughs> right. Reindeer legs. <laughs> no. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> they could take uh, like a barbecue rub. Uh-huh. And smoke it in um, like it's uh, like candy cane stripes on your turkey leg. Hmm. Actually, does sound kind of fun, <laughs> even though turkey legs are kind of gross. But no, they're fantastic. No, they're gross. <laughs> All right. Well, for mine, uh, we're at studios, right? Yes. 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 I was kind of going with uh, you know Sean went a new film way at Animal Kingdom. I was thinking. We've talked about how Toy Story Midway Mania is the possibly the easiest attraction in all of Walt Disney World to get changed, yet never changes. Christmas would be an, a great opportunity to change it. Uh, I mean, for one thing, they have a Christmas scene in the first movie when, when they get the dog at the end. So you could you could have one scene somehow with the dog. But what I was thinking is you could make a scene where you're um, you know trying to throw or, you know, launch or shoot or whatever Christmas ornament balls onto, like, trees that are moving. So, I mean, basically, it's the same concept. You're, you're tossing rings. Right. Those rings could be wreaths. Um, or you're tossing, instead of baseballs at the plates in that one scene, it could be little Christmas trees moving around that you're trying to throw Christmas ornament balls onto. I mean, there's endless possibilities of how you could create a couple of Christmas scenes and turn that into a Christmassy attraction just for two months out of the year and it wouldn't be a, I'm not saying it would be difficult to do the animation for it but once it's done it's not difficult to change that over and change it back I mean you just take the game cartridge out and put the game cartridge in right <laughs> more or less I mean I know it's a little more difficult than that but I just think Toy Story Midway Mania would be a really easy place to, to make a Christmas overlay without having to do a lot of, of work or, or changes you wouldn't have to take it down you know people it, it would take too long to do the Nightmare Before Christmas at Haunted Mansion. It take you know that takes a while to do an overlay. It doesn't take a while to to change a computer program. So I, th I think there's opportunities there that they're missing out on. Well, originally the the Toy Story Midway Mania was supposed to when they were coming out with it, they said that was going to be the the ability was where they can add and change games and and add a Halloween or holiday overlay. Yeah. But it never happened. Nope. Damn Liars. Lies. They sit on the throne of lies. <laughs> <laughs> that better be a cheer line. Um, actually, it is. <laughs> there you go. Nice. That's my pleasure. All right, where are we headed next, Sean? Ah, We're going to head on over to World Showcase and Epcot. Not just World Showcase, but Epcot in general. So. Oh, okay. This will be fun. I can't wait this for this one. Pretty easy. So, mine here was uh, I am in in World Showcase area. And I had thought of taking the American Pavilion and the Quick Service area and turning that into a Christmas-themed restaurant. And you would have Santa there where you Santa would come to each and every single table and sit with all the kids and the adults and have their pictures taken with them. And that they would sell, you know, holiday-themed type foods, you know, like the holiday sandwich, you know, that you can get down at... Uh, Earl a sandwich at Downtown Disney and other delicious holiday delights, you know, holiday cookies food. and drinks, and, uh, you know, any kind of holiday drink that you can think of, hot chocolate with Malibu and tiki Eggnog. nuts, 
eggnog, tiki nuts, all that good stuff could be sold there. Stop so I just thought, nuts. <laughs> what's wrong with tiki nuts? Nothing. They're freshly roasted. They're tiki fantastic. Nuts roasted on an open, <laughs> open fire. fire. Oh. And that's Bob my idea. Iger nipping at your <laughs> nose. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> Ew. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so getting as far away from that comment as possible. Uh, <laughs> I had. Okay, now everybody, get your fingers and thumbs ready for the hate tweets that I'm Uh-oh. about to get right now. Keith at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. That's right. Uh, I am going to take Spaceship Earth. <gasps> and turn it into a humongous Christmas tree ornament ball. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Death Star. I like it. And no, then, really it. and then on the inside of the actual ride, you can go through the origins, like of like holidays throughout time, Ooh. instead of just you know Journey of Man and. Um, you can actually, you know, go through. Now, granted, this is going to take a lot of work. <laughs> um, it's going to take a lot of, you know, animatronics, a lot of costuming. It's going to be a very big uh, project for them. But I think that it, it would be really cool. And then I had a side note one. At Club Cool, they could do, like, holiday drinks. And they could include the new holiday punch from Cheerwine. Mm. Which mm. I would stand there all day and just get cup after cup after cup. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that, that you don't hate me too much for changing space of birth, but I think for the holidays, I think you can get through it, people. Nothing wrong with that idea except for the getting rid of space of birth part, but I like the holiday cheer wine part. That sounds good. Along yeah. those same lines, I think they should do. They should do this year-round anyway, but, I mean, they, they, they did it at Food & Wine. They turned the Odyssey into the, the craft beer tent, right? Right. Which I was disappointed with. Well, okay. I, I mean, I didn't get to see it. Obviously, they, that was first year, but I think that concept is good. Maybe maybe the execution was poor. I don't know. I didn't get to see it, um, but I think the concept is good. They, craft beer is so huge now. I mean, it's everywhere. Breweries pop up all the time everywhere, including in Florida. I mean... They're trying. I mean, they want to make money on alcohol at Epcot. Setting up a true beer garden type place, uh, not beer garden, but a, a beer garden. You know, where you can get craft beer and you can sit outside and and just kind of relax a little bit. They should do that. In addition to that, at Christmas time, every brewery now. If you go walk down your beer aisle, every brewery has a Christmas beer. Every single brewery has a Christmas beer now. So for Christmas time focus solely on Christmas beers. I mean, there, there's a ton of them out there, and, and some of oh, them yeah. are very good. Some of them are not so good, but some of them are very good. So you have, you know, a, a tap takeover, if you will, of Christmas beers during, you know, the month of November and December, and they just keep rotating on various Christmas beers from various breweries. I mean, you, know, you start with Sierra Nevada Celebration Ale. I mean, that's a solid Christmas beer, and that's one that everybody just about likes. But there's so many out there, and I'm sure Florida Beer Company, I'm sure they have one. I don't know what theirs is. I've only had one or two beers by them. But all your all your craft breweries these days seem to be doing a Christmassy beer. So I just think that'd be an opportunity to, you know, similar to the Cheerwine Christmas drink, let's just do Christmas beer at the Odyssey uh, or wherever you want to put it. I think I just think the Odyssey is a good place to do it. So that that was that was one idea I had. And then the other one, what they should do is they should put 
a winter attraction somewhere. I don't know, maybe like in Norway <laughs> or something, and they could have like snowmen. And I mean, once maybe the snowman, the snowman can snowman. and they could. No, not really. I'm just okay, trying to. So I'm just trolling. Everybody a who bit. was going to send Alan at enchantedtiki.com. <laughs> <laughs> While you're at it, send them right over to Alan. <laughs> you know, honestly though, that the, uh, the the thing they do at the studios. I mean, it, I went and checked out the the little shop that you whatever that whatever that shop is where you could buy frozen stuff. And then back in the back, they had the 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 snow playground. The there, there was a very long line. The kids were loving it. I, I mean, I'm not a huge Frozen fan, and I know a lot of us are, are tired of it. The the people that that is geared towards, the little kids, love playing in the ice and the snow and building little snow sandcastle things and yep. chipping away at it. It's we don't have to love it, but there are a lot of people who do. And and I mean, that would be that wouldn't be a bad idea. You could do it in Canada. You could have a little snow playground. I mean, a, you know, not Frozen themed, but a snow playground in Canada or uh, a snow playground. You know, in in Germany or in any of those countries where where snow is a little more prevalent than in Florida, kids would get a kick out of that for for a couple months out of the year. Why not? A little sleigh riding, maybe. Yeah, that would be kind of cool if they could figure out. Wouldn't it? If they could if they could work out a path to do that, like sleigh ride. That'd be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. That would work. That's an idea. But, yeah, those are excellent. Uh, I mean, that's you know, ideas. That's I'm not not uh, a new idea. I mean, I, obviously, I'm, I'm joking about Frozen, but. A little snow playground, kids would get a kick out of that. Especially, I mean, how many times do you get to be in Central Florida and, and build a snowman or throw a snowball at your brother or your sister or your you know, your friend or whatever? I mean, well, it, there's no throwing the snow down there. You're not allowed to do that. Uh, it happens. <laughs> 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 it would happen either way. But, you know, it'd be fun. I like it. It's what, you know, especially the boozing part of it, you know. Take a step back. Oh, I would love to I'm all for the, the Christmas booze idea. I like that idea. That'd be good. You could bring yeah. in that, that glue vine stuff from Germany that's big in the holidays. Oh, I mean, yeah. you bring over some of those holiday drinks from the countries too, but then you, you do the, the beer, the Christmas craft beers and stuff. Right. I'm right there with Sounds it. Sounds fantastic. And sure wine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, now we're on to the Magic Kingdom, the, the, the one that probably nobody really wants to change. But what do you got there? So this one. You know, there's only one thing that pops into my head, and I didn't think about anything else at the Magic Kingdom. I just I just stuck with, with the first thing that popped in my head, and easily it was Space Mountain for me, because it wouldn't be too hard to do. You know, first of all, you know, on the outside, the lighting would be red and green, and, you know, easily done Christmas colors on the inside. I wanted to make it more like California, where California has the music on the inside, and... I would have like Brian Setzer and Big Bad Voodoo Daddy's music playing in there while you're you're going around. You know, there's some of their their great holiday tunes. And I would put projections above, you know, above your head and maybe screens during certain spots inside the attraction, you know, showing snow coming down or whatever they can think of. I just couldn't think of anything to be honest with you. That's the only thing I I could pop into my head. But I was all I was all. I'm all about the music. I think the music plays a a big part during you know the holidays and you know for a month now the music's been playing in my house. You know ever since Thanksgiving, actually beforehand. I, I just love it and enjoy it. And I just think that adds to the the festiveness of the holiday. Um, could you slow it down like so I don't have to ask for a, like a back brace for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Oh, there goes one of my my gifts from Santa. Oh, I'm sorry. I want a back brace. <laughs> <laughs> That's no fun to play with. 
I think but, you're right about the Christmas music, though. I, I noticed the the Christmas interest loops, entrance loops were playing when I was down there, and it's it really does. There's something. I mean, Disney Disney's amazing. Christmas is fun. Christmas at Disney is like ten times. You know, it's just it's so much it's so much fun down there. And the music is a big part of that. It was my point yeah. of that sentence. <laughs> right. Oh, I got that. I understand. <laughs> Keith, go ahead. What you got, man? Well, um, I was was like Sean. It was kind of hard to think of anything there that you could change. I actually had like, two ideas. The one is that you could do a country bear Christmas and change up the uh, jamboree to uh, a Christmas show. They should bring that back. Yeah, they should. The Jamboree is one of our favorites anyway, but attraction's not the draw that it was. So I think if you change it up some, it's like it might draw some more people over there. But the first attraction that kind of popped up was the Enchanted Tiki Room. Now, now you could do it. Oh, Dang, Nabbit, that was my idea. <laughs> under Santa's management. Could snow inside with the Christmas songs that the birds would sing and the they could do, you know, like a laser light show and have like Santa Claus like pop up at the end. That'd be awesome. I actually I I, I think you might be joking a little bit, but I really did think of the Enchanted Tiki Room and <laughs> didn't they do I wouldn't do under Santa's management. I, I I didn't have that, but I really did think under um not under new management, but the Tiki Room would be a good one because they could they could sing some Christmas songs instead of you know the the uh, the songs that they do sing, and I'm trying to remember. Didn't they when it was under new management? Didn't the center thing like right rise up and there was like a it was like a a, a woman in there or something, right? Am I making that up? Uh, it was yeah, like a was, like yes. a goddess or whatever, it's right? A, yeah, yeah. Yes. So you could make that like something else if you wanted to bring Santa in or if you wanted to bring you know, I don't know what you'd do in there, but the main point of mine was is is it's you know you could have it snow in there um and you could do the christmas music and you you obviously decorate everything with with wreaths and uh garland and all that stuff but inst- at the end they would sing uh Mele Kaliki Maka do you guys know that song yeah, Ooh, yeah. the Hawaiian oh, christmas song that's perfect for Enchanted Tiki Room Christmas um yeah. so that would be the song they would finish with and everybody could sing Mele Kaliki Maka as they as they exit the the tiki room so i really did think that that would be a, a good one not with santa note so much but uh, i immediately thought meli Maka would be perfect for a christmas overlay with chevy chase like peering in <laughs> that'd be awesome less about that <laughs> That's cousin eddie we'll, out there a swimming pool yeah. on the back real cats up <laughs> only the best oh, wait that was summer vacation not christmas yeah. <laughs> anywho Anywho. Yeah, that, I like that idea too. It's I, yeah, I didn't. I'm sure if I would have thought about the Magic Kingdom a little bit more, I could have come up with another idea. The Enchanted Tiki Room is definitely a good idea, and it probably would work really well. And I'd love to hear that song playing in there. That would be hearing a little more Bing Crosby in in the parks would be a good thing, you know. So yeah, I like it. The parks do, you know, quite a bit, like, with decorations and stuff. They do excellent job of, like, decorating for Christmas and holidays, but I think that if they did, um, like, small things with attractions, that you might have, like, a better, like, holiday experience overall if they did that. I'm sure that some people you know, would be upset, you know, that you're changing these, you know, classic attractions, but... 
I think for two months of the year, I think most people would be okay with it. Yeah, I mean, like, for some of the things, it's not too far. Just look at, like, Alan hasn't been on it, but Winnie the Pooh, that they have that that thing when you're in the queue where the kids can try to stop the honey and see what the characters are behind the honey. You know what I'm talking about, Keith, there? You know, have the characters dressed up as, you know, carolers or Santa or, or whatever. You know, that'll just add little things here and there. Or to, I'm trying to think what else, what other attractions you can come up with. Um, Big Thunder Mountain. I mean, you could put a Christmas tree down in, was it Dry Gulch? Is that, that's the town, right? Dry Gulch? I yes, think. I believe so. Yeah, put a Christmas tree down there. There's, I mean, there's a few things here and there that you could, that are easy and fairly cheap, I'm sure. So, you know, why not do that? Add, a, add you know, like the, the tiny things will make a, a world of a difference during the holidays. Even with uh, like Peter Pan's flight, they could like, dress up London, you know, like for the holidays and put like trees and stuff and lights up and small things. I mean, you know, you don't have to do like a whole traction overhaul. Just right. the small touches that would, you know, remind you that it's your there for Christmas time. Yeah, I mean, the the tough thing with the overlays is is how long the attraction has to be closed, and you know, there's there's that the talk that you know Disney's afraid of ruining someone's once in a lifetime trip because instead of the haunted mansion, it's the Nightmare Before Christmas haunted mansion or whatever. Right. And, I understand. And I do that, understand but... that. I you know I'm I'm a I'm a huge fan of the Nightmare Before Christmas and. And when I went to Disneyland, that's the version of the Haunted Mansion I saw. And, and I was fine with it because I enjoyed it. But part of me was a little bit like, oh, man, I didn't get to see, you know, the real Haunted Mansion um, on my one trip to Disneyland. Now I'll go back and hopefully the next time I come back, go back, it'll be, you know, in a, in a non-Christmas season. But even me, that was a little bit disappointed. I could see someone who saved up for five or six years, especially with Disney World getting so many overseas travelers and um, I, I'm talking to who was I talking to one of our Australian listeners and, and I can't remember who it is now and, and she's going to be mad at me when she hears this but we were talking about how uh, expensive it is for her to to come over to the states to go to these trips and they save up I mean, they, they have to save up for just forever it's so expensive and if they miss out on the real attraction for some cheaply done overlay. Now, the Night Before Christmas not isn't a cheaply done overlay, but the ones that we were talking about probably <laughs> would be. I could understand the disappointment in that. So, you know, it, it's it's not an easy it's not easy to do those overlays, unfortunately. Well, it's all about planning too. It's like if you don't want the Christmas version of attractions, then come in February or uh, when they're down. I mean, it's all about a planning process too, and what you want to see. I mean, I know people that don't like to go during the holidays just because there's you know pumpkins and wreaths on Main Street, right? Because it takes away like from their idea like a Main Street, so they just plan around that. So you know they aren't there then. So. It's all about you know what you want and planning and yeah I mean you can definitely plan ahead and get that oh and by the way that was Sarah uh, at Evil Duck Queen that's who I was talking to don't want her to think <laughs> I completely forgot her um, <laughs> I just forgot for a moment um, yeah I mean you can always plan around that but you know you said go in February well if they go in January February stuff is closed uh, if they go in the summer it's blasted hot if you go at right. Christmas you, right. you miss your attraction so you, you do have you know. There's never a perfect time to go to Disney. There's always something, especially if you're not into the Christmas decorations and all that stuff. But, you know, it's it would be fun. I'd like to see. I mean, I think they do a really good job. I love 
I mean, I think, you know, we, we mentioned that the, the Halloween party is better than the Christmas party, but I think as far as decorations are concerned, Christmas is a much better time at Walt Disney World in general. Oh, yeah. Because the resorts right. are decorated. Right. And the resorts are amazing, especially the deluxe. The deluxe resorts are so amazing at Christmas. Um, you know, the, the parks are, are decorated more. They do a good job. But, yeah, some extra stuff wouldn't be a bad idea. Wouldn't be. I wouldn't turn it down. I'm always for, for more Christmas stuff would be fun at, at Walt Disney World. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week. Is that right? Yep. That's right. All right. Well, be sure to let us know what you thought of the show. You can comment in the notes over at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. You can email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Don't forget, if you're in the parks, to call us on the hotline and show us your tiki side. Be sure to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash EnchantedTikiTalk. Check out our store over at redbubble.com. Listen to us Thursdays at 11 a.m. on B24 Radio. And follow us on Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. You can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream and MouseWorldVacations.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dolewhip Daily. And uh, I just want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bate. That's N O R M N B, the number eight and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. And I'm trying to find out what the Hawaiian words for Merry Christmas is. That's what we're going to end it with. Mele Kalikimaka. Oh, yeah, that is right. That's I think it is, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. No, it is. <laughs> so thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, <laughs> shut the hell up. For Sean and God. <laughs> Melakalikimaka is a thing to say on a Friday. I was trying to think. I thought there was a different word, but. <laughs> no. That's the island greeting that send we send to you, to you, you guys from the land where palm trees sway. <laughs> Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan. I am trying to close the show here, people. Do, 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 do. Shitter's full. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening this week. (laughs) Sean and Keith. I can't do this. (laughs) Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan. And this has been Enchanted Tiki Top. Mele, Kaliki, Maka, and Aloha. I am leaving that whole thing in. (laughs) Even Shitter's full. Oh, yeah, it's staying in. <laughs> well, what's going to be the outtake? Well, we don't need one. That is the outtake. That's a live We always one. have an outtake, though. You've got to do something at the end. Melikalikimaka is a thing to say On a bright Hawaiian Christmas day That's the island greeting that we send to you From the land where palm trees sway Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright The sun to shine by day and all the stars at night Melikilikimaka is a wise way To say Merry Christmas to you Melikilikimaka is a thing to say On a bright Hawaiian Christmas day That's the island greeting that we send to you From the land where palm trees sway Here we know that Christmas
Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Melikalikimaka is Hawaii's way to say Merry Christmas to you. King, make it fudging whoppers, were paper hat. Would you like an apple pie with that? Would you like an apple pie with that? Where is the bell? Wait for the bell. Where is the bell? Wait for the bell. Can't hear the bell. Wait for the bell. Where is the bell? Where is the bell? I woke up Burger King, making fresh and whoppers, were paper hat. Would you like an apple pie with that? Would you like an apple pie with that? Ding, fries are done. 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 I woke up Burger King, making fresh and whoppers, were paper hat. Would you like an apple pie with that? Would you like an apple pie with that? Ding, fries are done. Ding, fries are done. Ding, fries are done.